Are you a virtual assistant juggling all the things? You know, inquiries, contracts, payments. It can feel a little overwhelming at times trying to keep up with everything, right? Well, meet your new business BFF, insert HoneyBook. Think of HoneyBook as the upgrade your VA business didn't even know that it needed, taking you from beginner to polished and professional in no time. I've been using HoneyBook since day one of my business, and let me tell you, it's been a lifesaver for this busy mom. It's user-friendly, lets you automate workflows, and my favorite part is that it's completely customizable, so it'll look like it's native to your brand. I know what you're thinking. Do I really need a customer management platform? Well, spoiler alert, yes, you do. It's the secret ingredient that's given my VA business a 98% success rate of turning curious inquiries into solid bookings. Now, here's the deal. You can score an amazing 50% off right now if you use the link in the show notes. That's right. You heard that correctly. 50% off your entire subscription for any plan. And trust me when I say your business deserves the HoneyBook Upgrade. Welcome back to another episode of the Millennial Mom Movement Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Rush Holmes, and I am so excited to dive into today's episode, which is all about being an online influencer. Now, I think it's safe to say that we all know what an influencer is, but what if I told you that being an influencer isn't just reserved for sharing your latest target finds on Instagram? In today's episode, I'm diving into how you can take this concept of being an influencer, which is now estimated to be an industry worth over $20 billion and counting, and apply this to your own business. Have I piqued your interest? I hope so. All right, let's dive on in. Welcome to the Millennial Mom Movement, a podcast that's all about redefining what it means to be a working mom. I'm your host and business BFF, Amanda Rush Holmes. Each week, we dig deep and reverse engineer how to make money on your own terms. Get ready for inspiring insights, fun chats, and tangible tips to rewrite your success story. Let's dive on in. If the concept of being an influencer is foreign to you, go back and listen to my episode titled Behind the Scenes of Blogging because in this episode, I break down exactly how influencers make money and the various ways in which they monetize their content. Basically, there are three ways to generate money as an influencer. The first one is affiliate income. The second one is brand partnerships. And the third one is selling your own products or services. Now, as a business owner, we're pretty familiar with the third one, which is selling your own products or services. We've been taught throughout the years as online business owners to build a course, create a membership, sell digital products, take on more clients, grow a team, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But what I'm offering you today is an insider look on how to capitalize on a movement that is just on the cusp of exploding. And that, my friend, is being a business influencer. 
Now, I feel like a lot of us have probably seen this on a larger scale if you follow somebody like a Jenna Kutcher or Amy Porterfield, where they are not only sharing their products or services, but they're also affiliates for their friends program. They're sharing products that they love, and they're giving a behind-the-scenes peek of their everyday life. Now, I'm willing to bet that if you pay close attention to the online business world, you are going to spot more and more of what I'm about to tell you, which is the rise of the micro business influencer. Now, when I say micro business influencer, what I mean is somebody that doesn't have over a million followers on Instagram or TikTok or YouTube. What I'm talking about is somebody that has cultivated a community of people that they have served over the years, or maybe over the year, maybe you're new at this, and now they're shifting into not just selling their own products and services, but they're starting to shift into the two ways in which influencers typically monetize their content, which is affiliate income and brand partnerships. And I personally find this extremely interesting One, because we haven't seen it done frequently. And two, because as you just heard at the beginning of this episode, the influencer industry is a $20 billion industry. So if we had worked hard to cultivate these communities in which we're impacting people's lives, why not tap into affiliate marketing and brand partnerships? So I want to dive into what this could possibly look like for you and how you as an online business owner can adopt this strategy for yourself. Let's start with affiliate marketing. In case you're a little fuzzy on what affiliate marketing is, it's essentially that you as the person that's sharing a link to something that you love, receive a commission for somebody else purchasing through that link. Now, That other person doesn't have to pay any additional fees or anything like that on their end. They just check out like normal. However, because you're the one with the affiliate link to that product or service, meaning that that link is embedded with a specific code that's tied to me, Amanda, the business owner. And let's say I share my favorite Ugg slippers that I love to wear when I work from home. That link that I share, and then you go purchase the Ugg slippers at no additional cost to you. Now, I not only earn a commission off of those slippers that you purchase, but anything else in your total order. So let's say you went to Amazon, you bought the slippers, and then you also bought like some groceries or something along those lines. I would get credit for whatever the set commission price is for that entire order. So if, for instance, your order was $100 and the commission was 1%, then I would get $1 back. Hopefully that makes sense. Now, that may sound like not a lot, but if you, one, think about the fact that typically a commission percentage is going to vary anywhere from 1% to 15%. On the higher side, 15% would be extremely lucrative. Typically, they're going to float between 3 and 5%, which may not sound like a lot. And in a lot of cases, this is pennies. But if you think about two things, either a really engaged audience or a large audience, that can add up very quickly. And what's cool about it is, again, they don't have to purchase just that one item that you shared a link to. They could not even purchase that item and purchase something else on Amazon, but you would still get credit. And this could be for any product or service that has an affiliate program. So a lot of times we think about products like Amazon or Target or Walmart, these places that we shop frequently. But there are also 
business places that or products that have affiliate programs. For instance, we have used HoneyBook since day one of our business and they have affiliate program. So if you've ever heard the ads on our podcast where I'm talking about HoneyBook because I genuinely love and use it, I'm not kidding. It's probably a tab that's most opened on my computer every single day. That link that I'm sharing is embedded with an affiliate code. And I'm always very transparent about it. I'm like, hey, listen, this is my affiliate link. It gets you this discount, which is typically 50% off of your entire year subscription, which is a huge discount. And if you use that, it's one, it's an advantage to you because you save money. It is no additional cost. It doesn't mean anything else for you, but it does help me to pay for the production of this podcast. And it's a really simple way to say like, thank you. So if you're already going to sign up for that program and you needed a platform to be able to house your customer relations, aka like contracts, invoices, things like that, and you wanted to use that, awesome. Here's my affiliate code. Like we can support each other and it doesn't cost or affect anyone negatively, which is I think the coolest thing about affiliate marketing. But what I want to dive into today is exactly how you can take this same strategy that influencers, your traditional Instagram influencer, who's a lifestyle influencer, who might be sharing, you know, her kids and her morning routine and her beauty hacks and her organization tips and all the things, how you can take that and grab that same strategy as an online business owner and use it for yourself. And so a really easy way to do this is to think about the things that you already love and use and see if they have an affiliate program. So for instance, I mentioned HoneyBook. Another one that we love and use is Kajabi. That's who we host our course through. We've been with them since day one of launching our course and we absolutely love them. Another affiliate that we love to promote is Flowdesk. We use them as the number one email marketing platform for our clients across the board in our agency. So Anytime our client has a recommendation of, hey, I'm kind of going between these two, we always give them a pro-con list of both and allow them to make a decision. But if they decide to go with Flowdesk, great. Here's an affiliate link of ours. We're very transparent about that. That also gets you 50% off your subscription, which brings it down to $19, which is crazy. And if you're interested in Flowdesk or want to check it out, I'll put the link to that in the show notes along with our HoneyBook affiliate link because holy cow, that's such a good deal. There are a ton of platforms just like this. Another one of our favorite platforms to recommend is Workplay Branding. We have done multiple collaborations with them. I absolutely love Lyric, the founder. She's a good friend of mine. And I've gone through their process and paid for it myself last year. And it's so cool. And if you're not familiar with their program, The way that it works is when you sign up, it's a monthly subscription. It's $4.97 a month and you get a photo shoot every quarter with hundreds of photos. You can pick from photos or you can do B-roll, which is really great if you're looking to increase the number of reels that you want to post. And then they will edit the photos, deliver them to you in a gallery, and they'll even go as far if you want to opt into this to put them inside of an Instagram scheduler, design out your feed, and then you can do a power up with us, the virtual assistant studio, to even create custom social media templates or write your captions monthly or both if you want to so that your feed is completely personalized for you and your business. And so we absolutely love them. We have an affiliate link for them. I'll put it in the show notes as well. And they're genuinely such a good company to work with. So that's a great example of somebody's process that I went through. And I was like, wait a second, I love this. I want to tell everybody about this. Let me sign up for their affiliate program because it's so natural for me to talk about. So what I want you to think about is what do you have in your life that's like that? 
as far as business goes. But then I'm going to challenge you to take it a step further and think about, okay, now that I know what that is, how can I create an actual strategy around this? So for instance, the same way you plan out your revenue or your goals for the year, I want you to plan out your affiliate marketing strategy. And here's what I'm going to recommend. I'm going to recommend you take out a calendar and you pick who or what it is that you want to promote and you map it out on the calendar. So you might say, okay, you know what? January is HoneyBook and also February is HoneyBook too. And then once we get into March and April, we're going to switch over. We'll still continue to promote HoneyBook, but we want the main focus to now be workplay branding. And then over the summer, we're going to focus in on email marketing that aligns with our goals. So now we're going to promote Flowdesk. See how easy that is? And then you can zoom in a little bit and say, okay, now that we know who it is and what we're promoting when, what do we want the strategy to look like? So this could look like sending out specialized emails. It could look like having ads on your podcast or your YouTube, creating specific social media content around it, putting Pinterest pins with your affiliate link out into the world. This could look like a lot of different things. And you're going to know the answer to that based on your business and where your audience is at on what platform. But I want you to get creative. And what I also want to challenge you to do is think about not just how you can say, hey, I love HoneyBook and you should love them too, but how you can serve your audience. So for instance, maybe instead of saying, hey, I love HoneyBook and I've been using them for the past four years of my business and you should too, I'm going to say, hey, here's three hacks you didn't know you could do with HoneyBook. Oh, and by the way, if you want to sign up, here's 50% off. Or here's a free template of the automation that I created inside my HoneyBook that I use. If you want this template, comment the word template and I'll send it to you in the DMs of Instagram. What's cool about this strategy is by them signing up for the template, what does that mean? It means that they have to sign up for the platform. So it's guaranteed that anybody who's getting that template is going to need the platform. So right there, you're going to receive affiliate commission off of that strategy. And so think about ways that you can infuse this organically into your own content. And trust me when I say it's going to be worth it. Now, the second challenge is that I want you to think outside the box a little bit with not just the products that you're using as a business owner, but who you are as a person. So it's kind of twofold. It's you as the business owner, but then it's you as the personal brand too. For instance, I have a podcast and I have very specific equipment that I use for my podcast. I might make a checklist of like, hey, here's the four things that I bought from Amazon. They were less than $200. You also can have these things if you're interested in upping your podcast game or whatever it might be. And then I create a PDF with my affiliate links and then boom, I've got a resource that I can continue to promote that will also make me money, which is really cool. This is also really great because we have podcast services in our agency where we produce people's podcasts. So this is a really great resource that I can not only share with my audience, but that I could also share with my clients and serve them well during the onboarding process and say, hey, we know we're launching a podcast with you. Here's our podcast checklist. Here's what we recommend. Here's some high-end options. Here's some low-end options. You choose whatever it is that you want, but all those options are embedded with affiliate links, which we obviously disclose because that's the right thing to do. And if you want to purchase them, great. And if you don't, that's okay too. Like it's completely your choice, but at least we're giving them that resource and we're serving them in the process. The other thing that I want you to think about 
in terms of being an influencer as an online business owner is how you can tap into the world of brand partnerships. Now, here's where I want you to put your creative hat on because this can look like a lot of different things. However, I honestly feel like this is a huge opportunity for micro online business influencers because not a lot of people are doing this. I've seen this on a small scale from a few people that I follow. And to be honest, I'm not sure that they even realize that they're doing this. Like, I don't think they set out to say, actually, I'm going to tap into brand partnerships this year and this is going to be a source of revenue for me. But it makes me think if there was a little bit of strategy around this, how awesome and lucrative could this revenue stream be? And especially if it's coupled with affiliate income. So I'm going to give you an example. I'm just going to paint you a picture to kind of open up your mind a little bit. And what I want you to think about throughout this episode is how you can take these concepts and apply it to your very own business. So for instance, if I am promoting HoneyBook, and let's say I've been promoting them for the last year, they're probably going to recognize that I'm a consistent affiliate for them. And some platforms even will tell you if who the top affiliates are. Like you can see it on a ranking. So maybe that's a challenge for you to be in the top 10% or something like that. That's going to be a really great opportunity for you to then start building a partnership with that brand because they're going to recognize, hey, Amanda's helping serve our community by introducing them to our amazing platform. It's also going to be really great if you do utilize their platform because you're recommending people to it. They're going to listen to you when you have feedback. So that's just a little side note for you. But I'm just going to paint the picture for you. So let's say you're a top affiliate for this program. And maybe you're not right now. Maybe you're in the bottom and it's your goal to be the top. That's fine too. But let's say you're in the mid to top and you have a podcast and your podcast is starting to do really well. Maybe you reach out to that person and say, hey, listen, we have been promoting you in these different areas. We have this podcast. Our audience in our podcast is perfectly aligned with the type of person that you would want to attract to your platform. What do you think about either one, sponsoring the podcast, or two, doing a collaboration? Maybe it's that you guys do some sort of a webinar together or a live training or an email list swap or they promote your services and you promote theirs. Or maybe it's as simple as, they're like, yeah, we would love to sponsor your podcast. Can you give us an ad slot, you know, in the middle of every podcast? Um, it's called a mid-roll ad in exchange for X amount of dollars or something along those lines. In which case you can choose to negotiate. You can choose to say yes or you can choose to say no. But I'm assuming that if you're reaching out to them, you're probably going to say yes. Now, this is such a good way to kind of open up the door because you're coming at it from a place of service. You're saying, hey, I've been serving you and your company through this revenue stream. I've brought you X amount of people and here's how I've done it. Now, my audience has continued to grow, so I would love to partner with you on a larger long-term scale. Another way that you can do this is come from a place of service and say, hey, I see this gap over here. I see that you're not doing this thing. I have this thing that you aren't doing. Can I just offer that to you? I'm going to give you an example here. There's a local coffee shop to me that I adore. It is so aesthetically pleasing and the coffee and the food is on point and that's rare. Usually you get one or the other. You get the coffee or you get the food, but you definitely don't get both. 
And usually it's not very aesthetically pleasing on the inside. So it's like you get one of the trifecta. You get either the food, the drinks, or the aesthetically pleasing. But it's rare that you get all three. And this place has all three. And it has a really cool playground and like a giant yard, which I know sounds silly. But as a parent, it's really awesome that I can walk inside, order a cup of coffee, eat my breakfast, and sit while my kids just play and they're safe. And I don't have to like be chasing them around or trying to get them to sit down or something like that. And their branding is fantastic. But let me tell you what's not fantastic about them. They have no email marketing. And the other day they sent out a graphic on Instagram and it had the Canva watermark on it, which meant that they were not paying for Canva Pro which as somebody who owns a marketing agency was so painful for me to see. I was like, what is happening? So you know what I did? I reached out to them and I said, hey, listen, I love you guys. You're amazing. I would love to just start your email list for you. I'm going to make you some email templates. I'm also going to create some graphic templates for you. And you can just have these and you can use them. And by the way, I have these services. In case you ever need them, here's our pricing guide. Let me know how I can help you because I genuinely love their product and I want to see them succeed because I want them to stay there long term because I want to go to their establishment. And so that was such a good organic way for me to say, hey, I'm coming to you from a genuine place of service. I see this gap. I, I have the skills that you need. I'm going to help you. And in return, if you want to either buy my products or services or pay me to promote yours because I love you so much. Awesome. But coming at it from that angle, which is a place of service, is how you get that connection. This could also look like being a guest on a podcast. It could look like speaking. It could look like doing an email list swap. It could look like a free bundle. It can look like so many different things. But the brand partnerships is going to be key. And it's key for two reasons. Because A, it allows you to either tap into somebody else's audience or B, it allows you monetary exchange for tapping into your audience, which is really what I want to focus on in this episode, which is monetary exchange for tapping into your audience. Now, is it a benefit that that also happened to sell my own products or services? Absolutely. But was that my intention? No, I was coming from a place of service. What I want you to think about is as influencers, your traditional Instagram influencer, typically they are tapping into affiliate marketing and brand partnerships, meaning that they're sharing affiliate links and brands are coming to them saying, hey, I recognize you have an audience and we want to tap into your audience and we're going to pay you to create content around our product or service. And they say, okay, cool, or obviously no, depending on if it's aligned or not, but they're not typically tapping into selling their own products or services. We as business owners are used to selling our own products or services. What we're not used to doing is tapping into affiliate marketing and brand partnerships, but we have engaged audiences. We've worked really hard to build a community of people that we're serving on the daily. And typically we're serving them with our own products or services, which is amazing. But imagine that person is multifaceted. That person is buying whatever it is that you're selling. Let's say that you're selling social media template packs. Cool. But that person may also be a mom and they might also have kids. And if you're a mom and you have kids, 
what I want you to do is think about you as the business owner, but then also you as the personal brand. So imagine if you could tap into even 20% of that personal brand and say, hey, I'm a busy mom entrepreneur. These are three things that helped me save X amount of hours this week. Oh, and by the way, here's the link on Instagram. Oh, and then now that we've shared that link a bunch of times, hey, guess what? Like that brand is sponsoring this post. I've seen this done again on a really massive scale, but what I haven't seen this done on is a micro scale. And I have a feeling that as more people catch on, this is going to be huge. But how cool would it be if you got to be in on the cusp of this movement? How cool would it be if you were the one that reached out to brands or partners or affiliates or whoever it might be that you're like, I'm aligned with this person. I have this audience and I feel like I can create valuable content and also serve my community by letting them know about this thing that's going to help them. And I think that's the biggest factor is as online business owners, we have a heart of service. So why not also think about various ways in which not only can we add additional revenue stream to our business, but we can also serve our audience really, really well. So I hope you guys are following with me. I hope this episode is helpful. And I hope it also encourages you to think outside the box when it comes to planning out your strategic marketing strategy in terms of affiliate and also brand partnership revenue. What I would recommend is if you haven't already, sit down, take a look at your year, plan out. These are the five things that I want to go deep on. These are the affiliate platforms that I want to focus on. These are the topics that I want to stay within. And then zoom in and say, okay, this week I'm going to mention this. This week I'm going to mention this. And these are the platforms that I'm going to do that on. I'm going to do it on my podcast, through my email list, the reels that I create, on my Instagram stories, whatever vehicles I have in order to support my audience, I'm going to utilize those. And not only will I think you're going to see your revenue increase, but I think what's also going to happen is you're going to bring in a human element that your audience may or may not have seen from you before that's going to build an even deeper connection to your own products and services. Because now you're not just Amanda, the online business owner, you're Amanda, the online business owner and the mom and also the person that helped them find this really cool thing. And that is a gift that nobody can take away from you. So hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We will definitely be diving into this topic more and more. This is a strategy that we're testing out in our own business in multiple different facets. So I will keep you posted on what this looks like. I have a feeling that the case studies on this are going to be really fun to look at and dive into the numbers in just a couple months. So know that this is a newer concept. We are testing it ourselves, but I know I typically save things for once I've done it and I'm able to say like, you know, the good, bad and ugly of did this work and did this not work? And here's the strategy and here's what I would recommend. But I think that going through this together is going to be really fun. So I can't wait to share more as things unfold. And I hope you guys found some value from this episode. I will chat with you all next week. Bye for now. You just finished another episode of the Millennial Mom Movement Podcast. And because I know you're a mover and shaker, here's your action item. Snap a screenshot of this episode, share it over on Instagram, and tag me at Amanda Rush Holmes. Each week, I'll pick one person and send you a Starbucks gift card on me as my way of saying, hey, thanks for hanging out with me on the regular and being a part of this incredible movement. 
See you next week.